Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. They called us deplorables. We're not gonna take it. They shut down our country. No, we ain't gonna take it. They say our thoughts are disinformation. Our response, The Rob Carson Show. It is uh, Wednesday edition of The Rob Carson Show and a blessed Yom Kippur to my uh, Jewish brothers and sisters. Um, I've been having a number of conversations with people I work with who are of the Jewish uh, faith, and uh, and I know this is a very big day, regardless of how close you are to your uh, synagogue, like I was with the Catholic faith, kind of uh, moved away from it a little bit after being raised in it, and, and it's important. So I wish you the very, very best uh, on this, uh, this very sacred holiday. Uh, God bless you. Absolutely 100%. Wanted to say that right away. I know many of you are going to be uh, uh, taking the day off, and uh, uh, Godspeed and God bless. So uh, we've got a lot of stuff on the show today. I mean, mega turbo, awesome, excellent, could be record-breaking, has to be shared podcast with everybody you know. Everybody you know, it has to be. Because today we are going to, there's several things going to happen today. Uh, I have identified patient zero on the defund the police movement and her name is Karen and she is the source of everything with regard to uh, the left's need to infantilize people of color among others Uh, she is impatient she is a cul-de-sac dwelling liberal and she is a busybody like Gladys Kravitz from Bewitched pardon you uh, millennials who haven't seen the show just look it up Gladys Kravitz equals Karen, equals modern liberal. And I knew this in 1995. So we're going to get to that today. Tony Bobolinsky's Truths and the Biggest Political Cover-Up and Election Scandal in World History. It will be. There's no denying it. And if you're a journalist who isn't looking into it, you might want to check your bias. It is remarkable that our American media that has the First Amendment, which gives it leeway to uh, be the, the final line between abject corruption of the government and control of the American people and the narrative, they have that responsibility and they choose to bed down with Democrats. So we got that today. 
Uh, the amazing adoption story of Aaron Judge and his epic record that he set last night. New evidence, the COVID vaccine caused massive illness and death, as recorded by a government agency. And it took a long time to get that information out. We'll share it today. And then, of course, my response to the Herschel Walker abortion allegations. I would assume that there are a few of you who know my story who might think that my take on it could be kind of unique and insightful because I am adopted and because I am the product of a sexual assault. All right? So we got all of that. But I want to start with the uh, the kitchen table issues, ladies and gentlemen. And the first one is the price of gas. How high is gas prices, mama? She said five bucks a gallon and rice. This is Jim Gasson. How high is gas prices, papa? He said six bucks a gallon and rice. A pallet cleanser. Joe Biden, he don't have our back. We can't drill and we can't frack. Frack economy is under attack. Six bucks a gallon and rising. How's that working for you, kids? How high is oil prices, mama? She said one twenty-five and rising. And groceries. How high is oil prices, papa? He said one thirty-five and rising. Do, 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 do. All the drilling Biden's killed. Better back we will not build. His own pockets, Joe is filled. Seven bucks a gallon and rising. And he blew up the Nord Stream. What? How high's inflation, mama? Yeah, I said it. eight percent and rising. How high's inflation, papa? He said nine percent and rising. Food prices going up every day. Hey, double what you used to pay. Yep. Wish Joe Biden would go away. Ten percent and rising. And remember. Hamburger Helper is fine by itself if you're going to go to Dollar General today to feed your family like so many people are. Just remember, you don't really need the meat. It's absolutely the noodles and the sauce are are just awesome. There you go. And, uh, and you know, Joe Biden, he blamed uh, Vladimir Putin for the rise in oil prices, even though the prices of oil started raising for about a year before uh, Vladimir Putin decided to invade Russia. Uh, and, uh, and, of course, all Vladimir Putin's fault, all Vladimir Putin's fault. But you know what? Uh, when confronted about uh, gas prices going back up again, since Joe Biden took credit for them going down by uh, selling a million barrels of our strategic oil reserve to China, uh, we'll get into that in a little while with uh, Tony Bobolinsky, uh, and then of course just uh, 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 emptying our strategic oil reserve to artificially bring down the uh, price of gas in time for the election. Well, now it's starting to go up again, and and Corinne Jean Pierre is uh, of course showing amazing, amazing, a amazing contradiction. You said the president was responsible for gas prices coming down. Well, yeah, but that's good. Is the president responsible for gas prices going up? That's bad. So it's a lot more nuanced than that, right? Yeah, because they got to involve politics, and <laughs> duh. Um, Peter, you know this. Uh, there have been global challenges that we have all have de- dealt with. When I say all, meaning... I would say that uh, cutting off the Keystone XL pipeline and making us energy dependent again would want to be one of those uh, global crises, you know, that uh, Joe actually did. Other countries as well have dealt with since the pandemic. There's been pandemic and there's been... Uh, Putin's oh, blah, 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 blah. War. And Putin's war uh, has uh, increased gas prices at the... Oh, you're just so full of crap. I mean, honestly, wow. Just so 
ungodly full of crap. Don't it make your blue eyes brown? Dear Lord, are you out of your nut? We're not buying it anymore. I'm, I'm putting a new T-shirt in my swag line. I'll give you details on that when we open up the Rob Carson store. And it's just going to say, we're done. We're done. We're not going to debate it anymore. We're done with this crap. You've said that the debate over climate change, uh, global warming, global cooling, uh, was settled. We know the reason why gas is so damned high right now is because Joe Biden screwed everybody. Oil prices rose almost $4 a barrel on Monday with news that OPEC, the uh, expanded organization of petroleum exporting countries, by the way, I don't know if you knew that. Did you know that's what this stood for? Yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, that includes Russia could announce its largest production cut in years during its uh, meeting this week. So Joe Biden went over and he got down on one knee, maybe even two knees. You, know, you never know with uh, Democrats. But anyway, it went over there to uh, Saudi Arabia and uh, and he, he, he fist bumped the crown prince and he said, hey, 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 can I sniff your hair? Oh, no, sorry, you're and one of those things on your head, and uh, and uh, and then right after that, the uh, the Saudi, uh, you know, the big guy, he uh, he's the other big guy, he's their big guy. Um, he uh, basically said, "Screw you." <laughs> I mean, screw you. See, we like this whole domination and and uh, control thing, and uh, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna do this. And we've been uh, been pretty much smacked around by it ever since. It's pretty much uh, been smacked around by it ever since. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows the reason why gas prices went through the ceiling are because Joe Biden committed to a war on fossil fuel during his campaign and during his presidency thus far. Okay? So uh, we're done. We're done with that discussion because we know we're right. The facts back, to, back us. The uh, the whole uh, media uh, uh, uh Social media and Democrat industrial complex uh, can't cover up the truth anymore about all of the things that I'm going to talk about today. And I'm even going to offer you some examples of how they've covered it up. All of these things. Tony Bobolinsky, FBI involved in the 2016 election, 2020 election, January 6th, goes on and on and on. And if you need anything to kind of send you a signal that the media industrial complex with uh, with uh, social media and the Democrat Party. Just listen for the words misinformation or disinformation. When you hear those, that means they're trying to cover up their lies and trying to make them truth. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Left wing. Oh, and then here's a KGP, Corinne Jean-Pierre. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre uh, was confronted about uh, this guy named, uh, there was a, there was a uh, uh, member of the Coast Guard in Florida, and he rescued a bunch of people, and uh, Joe Biden personally called uh, Coast Guard swimmer Zach Loesch for his heroism in saving an elderly couple and their dog last week in Fort Myers, and, uh, and then the Biden spoke to uh, Lieutenant Commander Christopher Hooper in aviation survival technician second class Zach Loesch to thank them for their heroic work but what Joe Biden didn't realize is that Loesch is going to be discharged in a couple of weeks for not being vaccinated uh, you know I don't know if you, he along with four other rescue swimmers at air station Clearwater are unvaccinated Loesch uh, submitted his religious accommodation to the Coast Guard it was denied and, and every uh, religious accommodation was denied by our Department of Defense so uh, I say uh, to the 
leaders of the Department of Defense, you might want to start sending out your resumes because I think you're done too. But here is Corinne Jean-Pierre being asked about a hero being discharged for a vaccine that doesn't work, and she, of course, completely avoids the question. I wanted to ask, the, the president recently praised a group of Coast Guard rescue swimmers. One of them reportedly um, faces termination because he isn't vaccinated. I'm curious given the threats that we're facing abroad. with the- After this election, every person in this country who was fired or discharged for not getting a vaccination need to be rehired with back pay. Everybody. President ever reconsider uh, that vaccination. And if not, sue the asses off of the municipality, the state government, or the federal government for doing so. Requirement or consider issuing more exemptions. So... As you as as you can imagine, the president has the most the deepest respect uh, for the U.S. Coast Guard. I really doubt it because he'll say like "God bless the military" at the end of his speech, but everything else he does, he pretty much shafts them. Uh, that is something that uh, uh, you would hear from him uh, directly, uh, and the country, the president and the country, are grateful for all of the U.S. Coast Guard and Guard heroes yeah. uh, that have led the effort uh, to save uh, lives. Yeah, but are they are they still going to get uh, booted? Florida. Uh, we have seen that with our very own eyes uh, these past couple of days. Uh, I would refer you specifically to the U.S. Coast Guard on this on this issue, on this individual. No, 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 because it's happening at all branches. So let's just go to the guy who's in charge, uh, your boss. Full questions. President Doofy. Not something that I would uh, comment from here, but, uh, you know, there, uh, of course, uh, have been multiple vaccination requirements, as you know, in place for quite some time. Wow. Uh, and, uh, but I mean, she skates around answers like uh, Christy Yamaguchi. And I'm not going to comment here from here on an individual case. I'm not going to comment on an individual case. Whatever. Oh, we're done. We're done. Now, uh, your calls are welcome. Here's the number. It's 800-922-6680. I'm about done with October surprises, too, by the way. And we're going to get into one with regard to uh, Herschel Walker, who is uh, running for Senate in the state of Georgia, uh, being a a product of a uh, a rape uh, and an adoptee. I would assume that uh, you might want to maybe hear my thoughts on it. Maybe not. I don't care. But anyway, I'm going to do that next. All right. This is the Rob Carson Show. It's time to make common sense common again. It's the Rob Carson Show. By the way, the economy is about to get real for uh, woke companies. Amazon is freezing. Freezing hiring in time for the uh, the holiday season. I'll just go ahead and say the Christmas season because uh, uh, businesses make all their money in the fourth quarter because of happy little Christians who go out and buy their friends and uh, and coworkers and everybody Christmas presents. Uh, it's just the way it is. You know, there's a lot of Hanukkah. I don't want to slight anybody, but honestly, let's look at the fourth quarter. What it is, pretty much, Shah. So uh, Amazon has uh, instructed recruiters to close all uh, job postings. They're done. Who else is uh, not hiring? Uh, Google, yay. I hope they go bankrupt. Apple, yay. Uh, no, actually, I like Apple because you know, I like their phones. I wish they'd stop manufacturing them in China. Meta, which is Facebook, yay. Go out of business, Meta. Yay. You've abused people. You've abused your privilege. Bye-bye, bye-bye. So there's, uh, there's those things. Uh, so it uh, looks like a lot of these, uh, these big woke companies are, are going to be uh, not hiring people or laying people off. So welcome to it. We all had to go through that a long time ago.
Oh, and here's, uh, by the way, Corinne Jean-Pierre. Uh, I don't know if you heard this. Al Sharpton apparently heard from uh, Joe Biden the other day that Joe Biden was planning on running for president in 2024. And here's uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre being asked about it yesterday. I didn't tell Al Sharpton he's running. <laughs> you love asking me, Sebastian. You love asking me about 2024. Because he's the president and this is the first term. Duh. I'm running. Here, here's what I, I will say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know you want to clear First of all, we don't know if the president's going to be in a home or even alive by then. Answer. I know. We, but he's. <laughs> if Al, Al Sharpton says it, it's, it's you know. Uh, look, um, I. <laughs> Uh, you oh, it's so funny. You always ask me about 2024. Um, so here's what I can say. Okay. And the president has said this himself. He sure. intends to run in 2024. Uh, as you know, I cannot wait. Now, the, the thing that you haven't heard is that uh, in the conversation with Al Sharpton the other day, Joe Biden said, hey, uh, can you call this Martin Luther King Jr. guy? I'm thinking about him as a running mate. So there was that. Uh, that just kind of came out, uh, something that I heard about. So could be could be real, could be not. Uh, I would actually kind of, at this point, um, believe it might be true. So Herschel Walker is uh, accused of paying for a woman's abortion in 2009. The uh, Daily Based Beast, which is a, I mean, hyper-liberal rag. Okay, I'm going to give you that. They claim they have evidence uh, that pro-life Herschel Walker paid for his girlfriend's abortion more than a decade ago. Now, first and foremost, will this make a difference in the race? Not one damn bit. Not a single thing at all. I'll explain why. If anything, it might bring more Democrats to Herschel Walker. Because if you're not mistaken, I believe that uh, those who pay for abortions or have abortions or provide abortions are uh, lauded by the Democrat Party, right? Uh, there should be women in, uh, and men and everybody, or cisgendered, no, you're cis, uh, trans and whatever, people on the Democrat side going, whoa, 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 <clears throat> he paid for an abortion? I'm voting for him. Hell yes. Uh, Herschel Walker saying it's a, it's a flat-out lie, a hashit job. Daily Beast uh, cites a woman who uh, wished to remain anonymous, which basically eliminates her credibility on a lot of things. I'll just say, you just, you know, honestly, really? She's a registered Democrat who claims to have conceived a child, conceived a child with Walker in 2009. She says she aborted the, uh, the, uh, the child, purportedly at Walker's urge, urging, and that Walker uh, reimbursed her for the expense. Uh, even he gave her a, 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 a $700 check. Uh, they're saying it's, it's a $575 receipt from the abortion clinic, but it was a $700 check. So there's that. So it could have been a $700 check, could have been for a new catalytic converter. Who the hell knows? But the, 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 re, the receipt for five seventy five, and he gave her $700, then sent her a generic get-well card. Now, I'm just I'm playing devil's advocate here. Uh, actually, I'm a God's advocate because uh, the devil's on the side of the Democrats. Um, that, uh, so uh, 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 a greeting card, a get-well card. He is an ambassador from the NFL and uh, et cetera in his life. He's been a popular figure. He's visited Children's Hospital. He's, he's visited around the world. I'm sure he's sent thousands of cards to a lot of people. So I'm uh, just going to say, back up, look at this. Get well card, $700 check. If you were standing back looking at just that, Herschel Walker wrote a check in 2009 for $700 to a woman and sent her a get well card. Oh, yeah, that's an abortion. Oh, my God in heaven. That is certainly an abortion. No, not at all. Nothing about that says abortion, okay? 
So anyway, uh, uh, she said there's a 125 difference between the check and the receipt because she ballparked the cost of an abortion after Googling the uh, procedure and then estimated the travel expenses and, uh, and uh, what, what is it, uh, recovery costs, I guess, is that. Um, here is uh, Herschel Walker talking about the uh, woman's claims. I have no, no idea, but it is a flat-out lie. And, uh, and now you know how important this seat is. This seat is very important that they'll do anything to win this seat, lie, because they want to make it by everything else except what the truth. Why do they think they call them October surprises? And they're almost uniquely Democrat. Problems that we have in this country is this inflation, the border wide open, crime. They don't want to talk about that. So they're making up lies now because they need this Georgia seat. So I'm going to encourage anyone out there, let's not let them take this seat. If you can go to TeamHerschel.com, let's not let them take this seat because if they take this seat, we won't recognize this country tomorrow. Because right now for them to come out with total lies. Yeah, and the thing is also, uh, this is the same media that said that Hunter Biden's laptop was not real. Um, I thought you should know that. They, They thought that Hunter Biden's laptop was not real. Uh, and so, um, I mean, really? They impeached our president twice for nothing. The truth is simple, and it's right before our eyes. They raided his home. I don't know what to be concerned about. No one, no one seems to. And they call us extremists and fascists for supporting him. Yeah, we're done with all that. It's the Rob Carson Show. So, uh, 13 years ago, a woman says that she was impregnated by Herschel Walker, and uh, Herschel Walker is denying it, and uh, the the person, of course, waited until uh, October of an election year to come out and share the story with everybody. Uh, Duh. It was published by the Daily Beast, which is uh, very left of center. Uh, It is being covered by the mainstream media as gospel truth, unlike the uh, Hunter Biden laptop, which was ignored and is still being ignored. And uh, and I've got plenty of audio. This uh, epic interview last night, Hunter, uh, Hunter, (laughs) that... uh, Tucker Carlson did with Tony Bobolinsky, a known, verified business partner of the Biden family. All right. Uh, So there's that. We know that the FBI colluded with Hillary Clinton and the Democrat Party uh, in 2016 on Russia collusion. They even hired a Russian agent uh, who is uh, in uh, on trial this month. Uh, and uh, Igor Denchenko, um, we know that. And then we also know that the FBI had the laptop in uh, in 2019. They covered the laptop. We know that an operative in the FBI actually called it disinformation. Huh. And they sat on it, and they worked with Facebook and uh, YouTube and Twitter to take down the story so nobody knew about it. And then earlier this year, Matt Gates was interviewing the uh, the cyber secretary or the uh, uh, assistant to the cyber secretary of the FBI, and he says, oh, we don't know where the laptop is. Look, that was this year. That was issue. So he entered the laptop hard drive into the congressional record, and they're still sitting on it, and they're not doing anything with it. They're not doing anything with it. Oh, and then there's this. 
Uh, a few years ago, there's a woman named Tara Reid, and Tara Reid, in 1993, she was doing an internship at the White House, and uh, and Joe Biden had commented a few times on her uh, cocktail dress. They made her actually uh, serve cocktails in a short dress to uh, uh, Biden supporters in a couple of events there, and and uh, and then uh, she was uh, leaving, and uh, and uh, she apparently had Joe Biden's gym bag, and Joe Biden used the gym bag. I don't know what the hell, maybe there was a gym bag, but anyway, Joe Biden ended up on an elevator with her, and she alleges that uh, he assaulted her with a digit, okay? Uh, after that, she had complained, and she was moved literally to a windowless office and then drummed off of Capitol Hill. Her dreams of a career in politics or, uh, you know, as so many young children who go to Capitol Hill to do an internship hope that they'll eventually be uh, on Capitol Hill. I've got a nephew who literally was, he, he, he worked for John Thune, and, and he m- went up to Capitol Hill, and he worked there for several years right out of college, living the dream, living the dream, and now he's moved off. He's doing another job in politics off Capitol Hill. But can you imagine being a woman and, and you have the same dreams that my nephew, but you get on an elevator with a, a sleazy politician who's known for inappropriately touching and commenting to women and uh, being penetrated by a digit on an elevator, and suddenly that, that's no big deal. Not even paid attention to whatsoever. But a uh, uh, get-well card and a $700 check supposedly for a $575 abortion is what uh, we're dealing with right now. And it's all, it is all Herschel Walker. Really. Here's Herschel Walker about the Get Well card. Uh, I haven't seen it, uh, but, you know, I can tell you, uh, I send out so many Get Well, uh, send out so much of anything, but I can tell you right now, I never asked anyone to get an abortion. I never paid for an abortion, and it's a lie, and I'm going to continue to fight. You know, I tell you, that's what they want. They want this seat, but right now they've energized me even more. And they're not going to take the seat, so they better work it even harder because they've jeopardized my kids. They've jeopardized my family. They think they can threaten me. They think they can scare me. Right now, all that done is it's energized me more that I'm going to fight and win this seat for the great people of Georgia because to have someone in the seat that lies to the people shouldn't be in the seat as a senator. Now, it's, it's kind of funny because we have a man of God running against Herschel Walker, a man who uh, preached in the Ebenezer Baptist Church. And he is supposed to be a godly man. Now, if a godly man were in charge of his campaign and, and true to his faith, he would uh, probably have a comment about it. He would probably say something like, Herschel Walker has repented and turned his life over to Christ. And he has, by the way. And he has, by the way. And, and uh, so consequently, I don't feel that this should have any bearing on the issues of the day. If you are truly a man of God, if you're truly a pastor and not just a political tool like Jeremiah Wright, then you might say something like that. But you see, uh, with uh, Democrats, liberal Democrats, they put politics before faith first and foremost, the same way with liberal uh, people of the Jewish persuasion. Uh, They put politics before the state of Israel. They put politics before uh, faith. They really, they they do. And the same goes for, uh, you know, for instance, uh, Joe Biden, he puts politics before the, the Catholic Church with regard to abortion. Uh, and other things like that. So there, there's that. Okay, they, they got that going on. Uh, and and even if something like this had occurred in 2009, and I I don't doubt that uh, maybe Herschel Walker was a womanizer, uh, because uh, pro athletes. Okay, uh, you're juiced up on testosterone. You are you are a uh, uh, the uh, embodiment of uh, manliness. You are being constantly. Uh, tr- uh, people trying to seduce you all the time. I'll tell you, I'm a radio personality. I'm not that big a deal. But, yeah, 
You, you, I mean, you're, you're out at a club or you're on the stage. Or is, that happens. Not so much anymore, and that's fine. I don't care, you know, and I'm not, I don't play that game. But even if that's the case, uh, then he's turned his life over. So what? Uh, and I would venture to say that there are, for every Democrat who is screaming, Herschel Walker paid for an abortion! There are probably a whole bunch of Democrat men who've done the same damn thing. And I would also say probably a whole lot of Republican men who've done the same damn thing. And I would hope if you did do the same damn thing that you've repented as well. When I was in college, there was a wonderful uh, girl who lived in the apartment complex that I was in. Her name was Nancy, and she's a friend. And she got impregnated by her boyfriend. And, uh, and her father, her, her boyfriend's father, and he said, we'll pay for your abortion. Get the abortion. We're going to pay for the abortion. We want to put this behind us. And she chose to have the child. And that little boy is now in his you know, early 30s. And that's when I went, huh, maybe abortion isn't about a woman's health, you know, really? I mean, maybe it's just irresponsibility. Just saying. Just saying. And here is uh, Dana Lash. She's a uh, talk show host, obviously, talking about uh, the meaning of this uh, new revelation in October about, uh, about Herschel Walker. So does this change anything? Are, I mean, do you want my opinion? Are you listening? Not a damn thing. How many times have I said four very important words? These four words. Winning is a virtue. What I'm about to say is in no means a contradiction or a compromise of a principle. I've let her, her doing the talking here. Okay, I'm going to wait till we hear this, then I'll make my little commentary. But I, I'm going to let her have her say. And please keep in mind that I am concerned about one thing and one thing only at this point. So I don't care if Herschel Walker paid to abort endangered baby eagles. I want control of the Senate. Okay. Now, um, mm, 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 mm. I'm not so sure I'm just down with a cut and dried thing like that. I, I'm going to skew more towards the if it happened. I hope that he's turned his life around and it sounds like he has. But I'm not sure it did. Let's go to David in San Francisco. I'm told that he is very left of center, and he has some thoughts on it. Uh, David, welcome to the show, and I thank you for calling. Go ahead, bud. How are you, Rob? Uh, actually, I consider myself quite conservative, but it's funny to oh. hear uh, Dana uh, say that uh, basically she's saying that Herschel Walker is controllable. And I would hope that the people of Georgia would have enough guts to uh, vote for somebody who is uh, strong enough of mind that they're not controllable by Dana Loesch. Well, but, I don't think it's it's about, David, real quick, um, and just give me a second here. I, I don't think it's about controllable. I think it's about electing the person who is now, not who was then. But go ahead. Well, the second thing is there's no apology uh, for someone who had an abortion when it was safe and legal. And it was actually a, not just a kindness, but it was sort of a gentlemanly thing that if, uh, you know, in between 1972 and present, uh, that if uh, a fella got a woman pregnant, he would pay for her abortion. And that okay. was uh, I'm not gonna go a there. gentlemanly I'm, thing. I, I don't think that's gentlemanly at all. I think it's an abdication of responsibility. But go ahead. Go ahead. You're wrong. 
The Bible. No, 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 no. No, I'm not wrong. No, I'm not wrong. Go ahead. What? The Bible says zero. Jesus said zero about the abortion. And so the idea that these fake Christians on the Supreme Court, these Opus Dei guys, have basically (laughs) decided to outlaw uh, something that was safe and legal, and organized crime is going to cash in when it is illegal again. And they're not only going to cash in by providing the abortion, but then they'll give you free blackmail for every one they do. And when you start looking at this idea, you're trying to spin this story about uh, someone should apologize for paying for an abortion. Well, that gets into the blackmail. And in the old days, before 1972, if you read... uh, the Bob Woodward, one of his first books after one. Oh, Bob Woodward, yeah, that's going to add some credibility. Go ahead, yeah, Bob Woodward. I'm writing this down because he's certainly... The Brethren. The book yes, is called yes. The Brethren, and the it's about God. how the Supreme Jesus. Court was handled. And Supreme they have a full Bob chapter Woodward. on Roe v. Wade, and they talked mm-hmm. about uh, yeah. blackmail, and that right. when organized crime ran uh, abortion. Oh, yes. They were blackmailing generals. Do you do you think that uh, uh, coat hanger abortions in uh, in alleys happen in mass? Uh, yeah, they actually. No, that did. was a myth. Actually, that was absolutely a myth. You're wrong. Well, one hundred percent a myth. You are absolutely do, wrong. You are absolutely mistaken. Techniques. Don't lie about this, Rob. Dude, and you know what, David? David, I've had bring him down. David, I let you have your say. You brought up a bunch of mindless nonsense. You started with it was a gentleman's agreement. There's nothing gentlemanly about abdicating responsibility. As far as uh, Bob Woodward, who gives an F what Bob Woodward says? He's avoided every every major scandal when it involved a, uh, a Democrat. So you're, you're, it's specious. As far as organized crime involved in, uh, in abortion and coat hanger abortions, that's a myth. It's a bloody myth, David. I know this because I've been studying it for 30 years. So don't tell me that I'm uninformed about this. I will not accept your name-calling. And first of all, you started off your conversation with a lie. You said you were a conservative. Now, David, if you'd like to respond, I'm going to give you about 30 seconds. Go ahead. Okay, he's gone. Is he the same guy who called and said F you and then hung up? I wonder if he is the same guy. Because whenever people get mad like this, they know that you're telling the truth and you're over the target. All right? Uh, Everything that he just said about abortion, everything he said about men paying for it was nonsense. Uh, And Roe v. Wade ended the lives of 63 million people babies, most of them black. What David didn't say was that uh, Margaret Sanger, the person who created Planned Parenthood, was a eugenist. So was Hitler, all right? Uh, So were all of the members of his regime, including Joseph Mengele. They were all, they were all uh, eugenists. They wanted to get rid of the handicap. And by the way, oh, did you know what the Planned Parenthood and abortion has done? It's it's basically uh, driving people with Down syndrome into extinction. When you get a test for Down syndrome when you're pregnant or when your wife is pregnant, as we did, we refused it. You know why? Because the only reason they give the test is to say, so your kid's going to have Down syndrome. Better kill it. Do you want to get aborted? Do you want to abort them? 
Okay, so everything that David just said, and he sounded like he was all prepared and everything, and he had a you know a gentleman's agreement. He had the Bob Woodward book and the, the whatever and all that. Oh, and then Jesus. Oh, that's beautiful. That's like the ultimate when you bring up Jesus's name, like Joe Scarborough did, and said Jesus didn't talk about abortion. Jesus didn't talk about abortion. Uh, you know, abortion was so ungodly rare that it didn't even really exist at the time of Jesus Christ. Don't act like there were, uh, you know, abortion clinics in Jerusalem. Dear God in heaven. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Time to put critical race theory in critical condition. It's The Rob Carson Show. was happening back in ancient times it was happening during his time never once mentioned it for now i don't believe that jesus also mentioned serial killers addiction trans surgery puberty blockers or vaccine mandates i asked a few things that uh, jesus didn't mention uh you know so jesus didn't mention abortion so i guess that means he was cool with what the hell are you thinking i mean he was the product of a virgin birth for crying out loud i mean honest wow okay so uh, here's the deal. Um, it's another October surprise. It comes from the Daily Beast. It is uh, 13 years old and involved a, uh, a woman who claims that she had an abortion. She got a $700 check to herself. She showed a receipt for a $575 abortion and a generic greeting card, get well card. So if you think that uh, trumps the uh, Hunter Biden laptop, then Godspeed. But it won't mean anything with regard to the election. I'm just gonna, it doesn't mean a darn thing. It's like, remember that big October surprise uh, where uh, uh, President Trump was recorded on a bus by Billy Bush with Access Hollywood. Where is he now? Oh, yeah, he's done. Uh, you know, so he's on the bus. He's, he's taped uh, uh, surreptitiously. If you are a producer or an audio technician in any good standing, you know that when the host is not on the air, you shut the mic off. So even if Joe Biden said he grabbed someone by the P word and he is doing this and doing that, which is what guys do a lot of the times when they're younger, they brag about getting a piece of whatever. You know, and honestly, it's, it's, it's whatever. Who cares? But it was it was recorded surreptitiously. Billy Bush should have stood up and said, you know what? That was a private conversation. It was not being broadcast, et cetera. And that's why I knew it was nonsense the day that it happened. I don't care that he said it. Most people thought, oh, that's going to sink the submarine of the SS Trump. Not one little bit. Dear Lord. I want to share this just to put a a final uh, point on this because I I thought it was a marvelous moment. And it talked about, uh, to me, it said something very good about uh, the preciousness of life and, uh, and the amazing possibility of life if you're allowed to live it. This is Carrie Lake. She's talking about uh, immigration and Hispanics and family and all this. And a little girl uh, talks up, uh, speaks up in the, uh, and and by the way, Carrie Lake is uh, very pro-life. Just listen to this. The Republican Party is the party of the Latino. It is the party of family. It is the party of faith. It is the party of the American dream. That's what Latinos are about. My husband is Latino. My children are Latino. I'm just a gringo, okay? Well, that doesn't mean you're not racist. <laughs> but hi, look at that sweet baby back there. She's waving. I it's... like it because you take care of babies. I do. Take care of... I like it because you take care of babies. <laughs> okay. 
Nobody's going to make me cry right now. Thank you. You know why? Because your life is so valuable. We, we can't wait to see what you do when you grow up. I'm going to gonna be just like you. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. What? I'm not thinking John Fetterman's going to get the same reaction from the crowd. Sweet, sweet, sweet baby. I do care about our families. Come here, honey. Come here. Oh. What's your name? My name's Liana. Your, main, your name's Liana? Mm-hmm. And how old are you? Six. Six. This I'm thinking Rihanna was a fetus. This is why, truly why I'm in this. My kids aren't little like this. Like, if I tried to hold my daughter right now, I'd probably fall to the ground. She's 19. <laughs> my son is 18. And I had so many great opportunities here. I came to Arizona for an opportunity. And I just want to make sure that the little ones have opportunities. There you go. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Power number two of the Rob Carson Show. Much to get to, including uh, the number one issue <clears throat> that's driving people. Well, let's say, let's say number two. Number two after inflation. Issue that's driving people to the polls because they're really tired of uh, Democrats really bleeping things off. Also, a victory in, uh, in New York as a firefighter was reinstated with back pay after being booted from the fire department for not getting the COVID vaccine. And I want to get into this uh, Nord Stream 2 pipeline because I think uh, I think the United States had something to do with it. And I think if you don't believe that, um, you're high, to be quite honest. Uh, Joe Biden, of course, went to Florida yesterday and he uh, tried to act tough because he always acts tough. He always acts like, you know, he could kick somebody's butt. I think, you know, hold on, let me see. I got this old uh, soundbite from uh, Joe Biden. He was at a rally and an old guy stood up and started talking. And Joe Biden decided to talk some smack and say that Joe Biden wanted, oh, hold on, I had it here for a second now. At least I can find it. Uh, anyway, he, he likes to talk a lot of trash. He likes to say, I can kick your butt. And he, and he never does because, you know, he's um, he's kind of he's kind of uh, lame and old and, and, uh, and he likes to talk, uh, he likes to talk trash. Oh, I'll have to find. I will find that. No, here it is right here. This is Joe Biden in a heated exchange with a voter where uh, Joe challenges him to a push-up contest. Look, Look, the reason I'm running is because I've been around a long time and I know more than most people know. And I can get things done. That's why I'm running. And you want to check my shape on it. Let's do push-ups together here, man. Let's do, let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. Let's take yeah, man, yeah, man, man, you know, I kicked corn pops butt years ago, even though nobody ever heard of corn pop, but I did. And then it goes down to Florida, and he, and he says to this guy off mic, sure it was off mic. Yeah, sure it was off mic, sure he didn't know the mic was on. Anyway, he says uh, nobody bleeps with a Biden. No one, no one, no one yeah, you got there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> nobody does. Outside the house. That's exactly right. Yeah, nobody but the entire world actually uh, bleeps with Biden. That's why North Korea's launched so many. And the other day, Literally on the parliament floor in ha- in Iran, they were saying "Death to America." They were chanting "Death to America." Yeah, they're scared. They're terrified of old Uncle Joe. Here's Jim Gossett. Joe met Ron DeSantis. 
And he put on a nice act. Come on, Corey. Top climate change. Yeah, it sounded deranged, but at least he showed some tact. Then he met with a local mayor, thought the microphones were far away. But it was all recorded, no, it wasn't distorted, because here's what he had to say. Joe Biden said, hey, Ray. Yeah, Ray. You don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't spit into the wind. You don't pull the mask off an old Lone Ranger. And you don't f with a Biden. Joe is into blackmail. As he proved with Ukraine, <laughs> a billionaire made the payment wouldn't be made. Joe said, let me explain. You see, your prosecutor has Hunter in his sight. I'm worried about what he has planned. He said, it may sound funny, but you get no money unless that lawyers can. Then he said, come on, man. Come on, man. You better give my son a pass or the aid we will suspend. You don't lay a glove on my boy Hunter and you don't f with a Biden. That is uh, Jim Gossett. I'm going to put the entire opening segment of the show on the, uh, on the uh, Rumble channel today. Uh, I just put my big uh, rave on Kanye West yesterday <laughs> saying that BLM is a scam. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it's Rumble Channel, and it's Rob Carson Show. If you'd go there and subscribe, that would be huge, because uh, I think you're going to get a kick out of it. You're going to get a kick out of it. So violent crime is on the rise in the United States, and it's emerging as the deciding issue in the 2020 midterm elections with a new poll, finding out that an, immor- uh, uh, an overwhelming majority of Americans view crime as a major problem. Now, uh, another overwhelming uh, number of Americans also realize that defunding the police was about the most stupid bleeping thing we could ever do all right i'm just gonna say it this was the ultimate face plant by uh, academics and bureaucrats who have never existed outside the realm of academia saying that we've got to get rid of the police that's just profoundly ungodly historically stupid any country that would ever say we have to get rid of law enforcement is doomed to fail and the democrats were so stupid they did it anyway you need a reminder so we've been talking about defunding the police uh, there's some issues that we ask police to do like mental health issues or policing and, and by the way they're kind of uh, doing this with the military they're just kicking people out of the military so they're basically defunding the military as well and all the rest that perhaps we can uh, shuffle some of that money around suck it up defunding the police has to happen we need to defund the police mayor eric garcetti saying take some of the money from policing about 150 million dollars i applaud eric garcetti for doing what he's done funding is isn't necessarily as aggressive as, as a lot of folks That's Mandela Barnes. He's running for Senate, and he's going to be he's going to get kicked by uh, Ron Johnson. Ain't it? You know, school budgets get cut almost every year. Not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. These are a bunch of uh, these are a bunch of spoiled little children. I'll put it that way. These are candy aisle kids, by the way. That is a uh, Rob Carson expression: candy aisle kids. And they, and they throw tantrums when they don't get what they want. And uh, people capitulate and they do things like they fire people when you say the wrong word in your job that offends somebody. That's the candy aisle kids. And, and all you really need to do to say when the candy aisle kids attack you, like, for instance, the candy aisle kids at Netflix that decided, we're just going to walk out of work unless you get rid of, unless you get rid of uh, uh, Dave Chappelle. 
And so uh, Netflix said, uh, okay, um, how about you just leave and no, be, no longer be a part of the, uh, of the company? Dave Chappelle is still Candy Isle Kids. Why do I call them Candy Isle Kids? Well, because when I was a kid, we had uh, uh, grocery aisles, and every one of the checkouts had candy. Every one of them. You know why? Because uh, kids would say, can I have some candy? And mom and dad would decide at the register whether they could have some candy. It's point of purchase stuff. It's like those uh, lighters for your grill. I always buy one of those for some stupid reason. They got lint rollers, all sorts of crap there <clears throat> that you're never going to buy otherwise, but you buy them when you're, when you're standing at the register thumbing through the latest National Enquirer. That said, uh, my mother, if I ever, and most of the time, if I said, can I get a candy bar, she'd say, no. And I'd say, I want a candy bar. And she'd say, uh, no. And if you keep going, uh, I'm going to tan your hide when we get home. And so I'd say, okay, uh, no, I'll be fine. I'll just eat a piece of celery. Uh, uh, but now, you know, along came the millennials, and the millennials would just lay down on the floor and start bawling. That's why I do, I do the stand-up routine about, about children being insane. And, and who else would honestly say, can I have a candy bar? Somebody say no and throw themselves on the ground kicking and screaming and pitching a fit until mom finally goes, oh, my God, don't embarrass me anymore. I'll buy you the candy bar. That's the candy aisle, kids, and that's why they have non-candy aisles in the checkout. It's for parents who don't know how to parent their children and can't say no. That is so hard on people who buy their kids candy. No, it's just that's just what you got to do as a parent. You just got to kind of say, I don't, uh, no, you don't need the candy. You don't need the candy. But that's what the candy aisle kids did with policing, by the way. They said, we don't want police. We're going to defend the police. And then what happened? And then what happened? And then the, uh, the wheels came off the crime cart. Americans uh, see that uh, uh, 37% of us say that, uh, we should, uh, w that, that we would decrease crime a lot if we uh, increase the number of police. 77% believe uh, violent crime is a major issue. New York, uh, 2019, they eliminated cash bail. And look at that. Auto theft up 42%. Robberies up 40%. Rapes up 48%. Yeah. That's when uh, women are sexually assaulted, just in case you wanted to know. That's a pretty damn serious thing, wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you look at yourself and go, holy crap, maybe that wasn't a good idea? No, because the left and candy out kids are too stupid to realize anything. In, uh, in Colorado, Democrats passed a law in 2020, made it easier to sue the police. Uh, police officer directly added more restrictions on officers. Uh, looks like the state of Colorado, third highest merit rate in the country. Thank you. Colorado used to be paradise on earth. In Illinois, Democrats passed the Idiotic Safety Act, eliminates cash bail through law enforcement, uh, though law enforcement warned that the legislation would lead to a bigger crime surge, worse than what's going on in Chicago right now. That's coming next year. And then you got this. The FBI, they wanted to release their national figures uh, for crime. And L.A. and New York are refusing to admit all of the murders, refusing to turn over their stats. You know why? Because uh, their anti-police stuff has wrecked everything. Everything. People are being murdered. People are being beaten. People are being shoved in front of trains. People are being uh, hit over the heads with fire extinguishers by scooters driving by. I mean, dear God in heaven, have you seen this? Have you seen what is happening? It is unprecedented. Smash and grab robberies. Going into a Wawa convenience store. That's happened a couple times in, uh, in Philly. I, I'll tell you again, I live in Johnson County, Kansas. I moved here because I had a radio job and I decided to stay here for now to, to have my kids educated in great schools. 
Johnson County, Kansas, there are no restrictions on carrying a firearm. If you have a gun, you can carry it. You don't need to get a permit. You would think that this would be, I mean, the Wild West, people would be shot dead. There'd be people, pistols at dawn in the town square and the whole deal. <clears throat> None of that happens. And you know how many liquor store robberies there have been in uh, Johnson County, Kansas in the middle of the night this year? About none. Uh, smash, and robbery, smash and grab robberies, not a single one. Not a single one. I know. And yet mayors of, uh, of big cities like Philadelphia, they're saying you can't uh, carry uh, your, your concealed, uh, which, by the way, is guaranteed now, but you can, you can carry it anywhere in the country. But there are uh, municipalities around the country where uh, Democrats are saying no concealed carry in public spaces. That got overturned in Philadelphia, by the way. It did. It did. Because really, honestly, the only way at this point, considering the number of guns that criminals are able to get access to illegally, despite gun control measures or comprehensive gun safety measures, the only way to really defend yourself is to have your own. And my county and concealed carry and open carry counties around the country serve as the template for stopping crime. And by the way, I have a feeling that the whole looting thing in Florida where the hurricane happened after Ron DeSantis says, basically, I give you permission. If somebody tries to loot your house, shoot their asses. I got a funny feeling that uh, uh, looting percentage is dropping pretty dramatically. I could be wrong. Uh, coming up, I want to get into this, uh, this Nord Stream pipeline and uh, how Joe Biden toughs talks, uh, tough talks and uh, how he could get us into a hell of a lot of trouble. Uh, uh, Alexis, you hold on. You'll be the next caller. This is The Rob Carson Show. Bulldoze the swamp, pave it over, and start again. It's the Rob Carson Show. A lot of Democrats talk tough like Joe Biden does, including Ilhan Omar. Here she is talking tough about defunding the police, and then she was just questioned about it yesterday, apparently. Uh, hey, hey, how about the increase in crime that has resulted? And, of course, not so tough anymore. We need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. Any reaction to rising crime in America? Name, I'll look for you at the next vote. You supported the defund the police movement. It led to rising crime. Do you have any reaction? Any reaction? Yeah, you're not getting the candy bar either. Uh, no reaction. It impacts your your citizens. She literally is driving off in a crappy Prius too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I sold Toyotas for a while. They're not crappy. Toyotas are great cars, but I, don't, I shouldn't really rip on. If you want a Toyota, I mean, keep the. To we've got we've got three Toyotas in our driveway, and the collective uh, age of the cars is Nancy Pelosi, and uh, the collective mileage is um, Kamala Harris. I mean, just woo, I mean, it's got as much mileage on those three cars as Kamala Harris does, and that is uh, that is saying something. That is amazing. Let's go to Alexis in New Mexico. Hello there, Alexis. How are you? Hi, Rob. How are you? Glorious. What's up? Um, so I caught the last end of the of your last segment. Uh, I just turned on the car, and I'm not sure who you were saying talking about um, was predicting in October the Democrats were going to try and pull some crap and Dick Morris. say that. Uh, yeah, that's what I figured. Um, yeah. About the nuclear war in, in uh, Ukraine. And yeah. so for the past two days on Facebook, 
and I'm pretty sure the source was Daily Mail, but not too sure. Yeah. Um, they're saying that they're starting to hand out iodine pills in yeah. preparation for it. Yeah. There, there's that going on. Uh, there is that going on. Uh, there is uh, Joe Biden has uh, just uh, they're going to spend three hundred million dollars on countermeasures for um, radiation poisoning. And I got to tell you, and then in New York, they're running PSAs about what happens if there's a strike. Uh, and I don't like to get into panic mongering here, Alexis. I don't like that. I don't think you can live in fear. And maybe that's what Biden wants to do is to create fear that we will hope and pray that he does something right. Or maybe this will f- affect the election. Uh, Dick Morris seems to think that could be part of his or all of his October surprise, Alexis. And and I think that uh, uh, we should be very concerned because this Democrat Party, uh, they are the class of 1968. They've waited 50 years to overthrow our country and make it into a Marxist utopia. And they are seeing their dreams dashed. And they are dying like movie vampires, scratching and clawing, trying to drag everyone into the pits of hell. Would I put it past the left in this country to uh, to do something like this or, or poke uh, Vladimir Putin into a, a nuclear uh, uh, situation? God help us. Go ahead. Yeah, so you don't think it's just propaganda? You think something like that could actually happen? Well, Alexis, let me explain something to you. Um, and I thought about this last yesterday, actually, and oddly enough, Tucker Carlson brought it up last night. <clears throat> where, Alexis, do you get your Russian propaganda? Where do you go? When you're looking for Russian propaganda, where do you go? When you Google Russian propaganda, would you uh, really, really look for Russian propaganda, pro-Russian stuff, where do you go? Yeah, it, uh, yeah, you know what? It doesn't exist, Alexis. Russian propaganda doesn't exist. Uh, for you and me, Russian propaganda does not exist. You know why? Because it is drowned out, as well as conservative thought is drowned out by our mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party, Alexis. This Russian propaganda thing has been a freaking joke. There is no way that Russian propaganda would overtake as the narrative in the United States of America. It is simply a way to blame someone else for the crap you're pulling, Alexis. That's what Russian propaganda is. Right. Okay? So whenever you hear Russian propaganda, realize there is no such thing as it in our country. No Russian propaganda would overcome the mainstream media, big social media in this country. It's not possible. Go ahead and try to find as much Russian propaganda, enough that would steer the narrative away from uh, Joe Biden bombing or uh, being complicit in bombing the Nord Stream pipeline. You'll find it nowhere, Alexis. Right. But hang in there, all right? Just, you know, hang in there. And I'm going to tell you, Alexis, I don't know if you're a praying person, but it's never a bad thing. I agree. All right, have a good one. Here's uh, one of the things that, you know, and I wasn't really, I was leaning toward the Biden administration blowing up the key, uh, well, they, they blew up the Keystone XL pipeline because he did it with an executive order. But the Nord Stream pipeline, I believe that Joe Biden literally said he was going to do it. All right. And then yesterday, John Kirby comes out and says this. Remember, when I hear the words Russian disinformation, it means 
that they're trying to cover something up. This has already been shown, by the way. So listen to him. Did the U.S. or a proxy for the U.S. have anything to do with the explosion on the Nord Stream pipeline? The United States had nothing to do with it. That's just Russian propaganda and disinformation. Now we know it was an act of sabotage. Uh, by the way, there was a guy named Tim Tebow who said that uh, <clears throat> Hunter Biden's laptop was uh, Russian disinformation, by the way. Is it getting real yet? It should be getting real for you right about now. But there's an investigation going on right now. I don't think we're going to get into uh, in, into uh, credentialing that in terms of you know, saying that Donald Trump was not colluding with Russia was Russian disinformation. Who, who was responsible? Uh, we're going to let the investigators take a look at that. But clearly, this was an act of sabotage. So you can officially say that the U.S. was not involved in any way in this attack. That's right. That's correct. Not to belabor this, but for the people who look at this and say, why would Russia attack its own pipeline yeah. that creates leverage over Europe and perhaps the West? What do you say to them? Uh, again, I can't speak to specific accountability for this uh, act of sabotage. Uh, I can just assure you the United States had nothing to do with it. Of course, uh, that's just Russian propaganda. And uh, considering the record of this president, this party, this movement, I would uh, surely rather believe Vladimir Putin at this point. I know that sounds really strange, but uh, yeah. I've got more on this. Your phone calls are welcome. This is The Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. For all those who are sick and tired of people moving to D.C. and spending their entire lives telling us how to live ours, it's The Rob Carson Show. We have a special guest on the phone. Troy Miller is the CEO of the National Religious Broadcasters. He joins us on the Newsmax hotline. Uh, good day to you, sir. How are you? Good day to you as well, Rob. I'm doing great. Uh, it's gorgeous here in Tennessee today. Yeah, I hear that uh, you are in the backyard of uh, where the uh, the FBI has been raiding uh, uh, pro-lifers using this, uh, this uh, act, I guess, uh, when people stand near or in front of uh, abortion clinics that they are uh, brought up on federal charges. They're sending them out in armed raids around the country. Eleven individuals violated the Freedom of Access to Clinical Interests Act, um, and uh, and they are in the meantime also uh, avoiding and ignoring uh, over a hundred violent acts of vandalism and terrorism at uh, crisis pregnancy centers. Uh, tell me about where you are, and uh, tell me about your thought process with regard to the attack on religion and and uh, and pro life uh, that's going on in the country right now. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. I'm in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. That's my uh, town where I live in now. And that's where these uh, 11 folks uh, were were uh, protesting, sharing their faith at a at a at an abortion center here in town, and were arrested. And and now the federal government has stepped in, as you said, charged them uh, with a crime that could put them in prison for 11 years and two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Didn't 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 Nazi didn't Nazi Germany do something like this with uh, with yeah. a certain religious persuasion <laughs> about uh, 80 years ago? Well, yeah, and it's Nazi Germany did it. You see it around the world in, in communist countries, yep. but it's this continuation of political terrorism that's going on. You know, a, a couple of weeks ago, it was a pastor who was arrested in his home, you know, going to arrest his father in front of his seven children. Yep. Uh, and as you said, my, my wife volunteers for a uh, a crisis pregnancy center here in town. Uh, they've had threats. Other crisis pregnancy centers across the 
countries had threats and no investigations. Yeah. Where is where is this at? Where is this one sided, you know, persecution going on or this one sided justice that's really going on? This this weaponizing, uh, continued weaponizing of government agencies. Well, this is this is uh, very clear what it is, and you know as well as I do. And whenever you bring up the past, they'll say, "Oh, we're we're not going to do that." And then you hear people say, "Yeah," because I guess they because they have a twelve hundred dollar phone in their pocket that somehow people won't be imprisoned or persecuted for their faith. Uh, but we live in a very cruel world. We lived in a very peaceful time, and we've had two generations of people who haven't had a war. Uh, so they don't know, and they right. think they think uh, you know they think that they they say give peace a chance or put a coexist bumper sticker in religious symbols on the back of their Prius that uh, it'll erase the fact that some other groups in the world want to see us dead. Uh, and so this is just part of it. Uh, where else have you seen an attack on religion by the left in this country uh, with regard to what you do? Well, we, we've seen it, you know, uh, about a month now, three weeks ago, the president's speech, you know, the core part of that speech, oh. in the middle of the speech, he talked about the country uh, taking the country backwards. Uh, and when he pointed out these three things in there, he really was talking about the pro-life movement, the pro-family movement, marriage between a man and a woman, biblical sexuality. Uh, you know, he said these things were taking the country backward. Talk about a speech that was dividing the country. Oh, yeah. And and and, you know, you know, 67 percent of this country confess a belief in God, a belief in in the Christian God. Yeah. And yet he's dividing this country on on people's beliefs. It's just incredible. It really is uh, is remarkable. And oddly enough, uh, you want to know one of the uh, the mantras of politicians who have been quite successful, including Georgia Maloney, the newly elected prime minister of Italy. You know what her platform was? God, family, country. God, family, country. And it's happening around the world. We've seen it in other places as well. That is working. People are calling him or her fascist for believing in God, family, and country. When you think about it, it's all that matters. Right. It, it really is all that matters, you know, where, where our faith is. It's our, you know, it's the beliefs that ground us and give us the foundation. When the world crumbles around us, our beliefs and as Christians, our beliefs in Christ and the understanding of where we're going to spend eternity, that's what holds us together. It, it does. And I got to tell you, I think it's the only thing that uh, that does hold us together. And it doesn't, you don't have to be Christian. All right. Yesterday we had Yom, right. Yom, Yom Kippur and, uh, yep. and about half the staff that I work with were taking the day off. And I think it's glorious. And I, and I wish them wishes, best wishes on Yom Kippur because it is a sacred, glorious holiday. It's one of the few things. These things are, are, are amazing. They ground us all. So in particular, I'm, I was raised Catholic. And so there's a lot of real, a lot of, <clears throat> a lot of similarities, similarities. Between the oh, Jew, I, I, Jewish I, faith, it does ahead. it doesn't end with uh, like eating weird stuff on Fridays. There's there's a lot of other stuff, but but it is true. I mean, it, you've got to have it. I really do. And if you don't don't, you are wandering around in a void. Go ahead. You know that's that's right. Many of our Jewish friends just finished uh, that celebration. This is the month where there are numerous Jew Jewish celebrations that pull families together, that bring people together around their faith. And, yes. and again, it's that grounding that, that gives us balance in society. It gives us a direction. If it, our Judeo-Christian roots, you know, are the things that that this country was founded on. And if we lose that, it's going to fall apart in a heartbeat. Look at the cities that have lost that. They're just yeah. falling apart. People have no hope. And you know, you know what else is very, very troublesome? 
Uh, if you look at what's happening in Georgia, if you look at Raphael Warnock and uh, Herschel Walker, Herschel Walker, they're saying he, he gave a woman a $700 check. She had a receipt from an abortion clinic for five seventy-five and a greeting, a generic greeting card. And that's enough to say that a Herschel Walker paid for her abortion, an unnamed source in, uh, in a left-wing uh, publication. And yet you've got Raphael Warnock, who has, uh, who has preached in, the, uh, uh, in front of the, uh, the Ebenezer Baptist Church, and he's supposed to be a man of God. Wouldn't a man of God say, hey, 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 my brother may or may not have committed this sin, but he has turned his life around. Don't you suppose that if you were a man of the cloth, you would say that rather than just sitting in silence and letting it happen? Well, not only that, as a, as a man of cloth, we understand that the Christian's life is a life of repentance. None of us get everything right, and if all of us are held for our past, then we're in a lot of trouble. And and as you said, he's come out, Herschel, and said, I made a mistake. It was wrong. But I, he, he's not trying to condone his past. He's owning up to it. And and where is uh, you know Warnock on this? Not only has he not come out as a pastor with <laughs> compassion and forgiveness, he fully supports abortion and the termination of life in the womb. Oh, yeah. And, and continued support of it. Herschel has denounced that at this point. In, 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 and so it's just, it's crazy that they do this. You know, the same thing out in California. You know, Governor Newsom runs a, a, a series of billboard ads uh, oh. misquoting the Bible on loving your brother uh, to um, give people permission to go have abortions. John MacArthur, one of the NRB members, Grace to You Community Church out there, sent him sent an open letter to the governor telling them, look, you misquoted the Bible. Right before that, it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, which means brings us to obedience to, to Christ. And the Bible is clearly, clearly pro-life. Let me, let me ask you, and, the other day, Bill Maher, and, and, and no, it wasn't Bill Maher, no, it was Joe Scarborough, and he says, oh, yeah, I'm a Bible banger from way back and all that. You, know, I, you, can, you can quote scripture all day. It's a matter of whether you, you, uh, you understand it, uh, and he doesn't. But he said, oh, there was abortion when Jesus time, but abortion isn't even mentioned in the Bible. So it must be okay, I guess. I don't think serial killing was also in the Bible. What do you think? <laughs> right, right, serial <laughs> Kelly. But it's it's but it's it's wrong to say abortion. The, the Bible may not use the word abortion, but pro life is all over the scriptures. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. Uh, the scriptures tell us. Uh, the scriptures tell us you were known before you were even in the womb by God. You were known before you were in the in the womb. And right in the beginning in the garden, what's the first command that, that God gives to Adam and Eve? Be fruitful and multiply. Mm -hmm. He didn't say, be fruitful and multiply unless it's inconvenient for you. Yeah, or or unless, you know, Planned Parenthood wants to murder most of the black population. I'll just mention right, that as well. Because exactly. it's awful. It is an awful affront. And I have been, I've been fighting for kids in inner cities for 30 years, and things never get better. And that a priest, a pastor, I should say, in, in the most famous black church in America would be down with so many things that are on the wrong side of faith. I, I, uh, I hope you won't mind if I say, but there was a song when I was a little kid uh, called War Pigs by, by a band uh, called Black Sabbath. And, and, and I'm not meaning to bring that, but they had a, a line in War Pigs that said, Satan laughing spreads his wings. And, and I think that right now, Satan is, is uh, wanting to stand on the ashes of what was America and spreading his wings. Uh, but I think we can beat it back. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to give up my optimism with regard to the, the the world and to the country. What do you think? Well, I, I agree with that. I, and I and I don't think. 
Christians are either. You know, NRB represents Christian communicators, television, radio broadcasters, program producers, and, and you know, people are really stepping up. Christians do so much work in this country, and people of faith do so much work in this country. Right yeah. now, down in Florida, after the hurricane, many of our members have, have brought in count pastors are down there counseling people. Yeah. People are providing food, clothing, shelter. Um, Christian ministries just poured in, and yeah. so people are standing up. They said they've had enough. I think yeah. I think people really see where the country's going and know it's on the wrong path. Well, nothing against um, the, nothing against the other faiths of the world, but there is no other faith that is more giving when it comes to a disaster homelessness, whatever. I've been a Salvation Army uh, fan mm-hmm. since my mother drilled it into my head. Uh, so there's no, there's no more benevolent uh, people than the, the Christian faith. Nothing against the other faiths. Go ahead. No, I, I would gr- agree with that. You know, uh, not only in this country, but uh, around the world, most of your major uh, uh, charitable kind of organizations that, that help with social services and social needs were all founded from, from Christians and on Christian principles. And the largest ones that are operating around the world are, are feeding kids, are educating kids, are helping families, and, and people continue to pour into that. And, and that's the funny thing about it is, is Rob... <laughs> That's what Christians want to continue to do. They don't want the government intervening in that. They want to be able to help people in their communities and nationally and internationally and share their faith and live out their faith, and they want the government to stay out of it. Troy, and I think and this, that's what needs to happen. This is interesting, Troy. Uh, a new uh, study uh, in the uh, the Democracy Institute says that evangelicals 90% support Trump, Protestants 56, and atheists only 8, with atheists 90% support. Biden. That kind of tells you what you need to know about what the Democrat Party is all about. Listen, we got to wrap things up. Uh, where can people find out more about your organization, the uh, the National Religious Broadcasters? Yeah, you can go to nrb.org uh, and you can find out all the things that we're involved in and uh, what we're working at and our national conference, which will be in uh, May of 2023 in Orlando, Florida. All right, my brother. God bless and Godspeed. Uh, best of luck to you. And I hope that we can do something about these people being rounded up for uh, uh, supporting life. Uh, have a glorious weekend, sir. You too, sir. Amen. All right, Thank let's you. take a break. It is the Rob Carson Show. Donald Trump says he's the funniest man on TV. Just wait till he hears him on the radio. It's the Rob Carson Show. Look, uh, you know, the indications are uh, that uh, foul play was involved and that it appears that, you know, Russia is certainly the likeliest suspect of this. I think this is uh, clearly an act of sabotage of some sort, and and Russia is certainly the most likely uh, suspect. I think this might be just the the first salvo of some uh, additional things that uh, might be uh, coming toward Europe. What Putin is saying to us with, with by blowing up his pipeline is, look, I can blow up a pipeline. If 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 need be, I can blow up the internet cables coming into your country. I can blow up functioning pipelines. I can do all sorts of stuff. You know why I think that Joe Biden was complicit in destroying the Nord Stream pipeline? Because I'm not stupid. Okay, uh, Russia has no interest, uh, no uh, no uh, 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 compelling reason to blow up its own pipeline. We, they could just turn it off. 
Uh, I think that the Biden administration did it for a couple of reasons, because they have a very misguided uh, theory about getting rid of uh, fossil fuels that will ultimately uh, result in starvation and freezing to death, particularly in Europe this winter. So there is that. And then he's also <clears throat> being provocative to uh, to be a big guy. You know, yesterday, uh, accidentally recorded him saying, uh, uh, nobody F's with Joe Biden. You know, so there's a little bit of that crap going on. And then, of course, there's this, what Joe Biden said earlier this year. Let me answer the first question first. If Germany, if, uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. But do, but how, will you, how will you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control? Huh. We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. And uh, he already canceled the uh, Keystone XL and didn't even have to plant some explosives. Here's Tori Newland of the Biden administration. With regard to Nord Stream 2, uh, we continue to have uh, very strong and clear conversations uh, with our German allies. And I want to be clear with you today. If Russia invades Ukraine, one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward. And the mainstream media is going after people who think <clears throat> that the Biden administration did it. That's another reason why I say bullcrap. That's why I say, of course. And another thing, <clears throat> where's all the butthurt environmentalists out there saying hundreds of thousands of uh, cubic meters of natural gas are escaping into the atmosphere. This is the worst environmental catastrophe forever. Why aren't they saying that about Russia? They caused the worst, worst uh, climate uh, a catastrophe in the history of mankind by releasing all that. You're being played again. But if you listen to my show, you won't be. Let's go to Sean in Live Oak, California. Been holding on. I know that Sean has something important to say. Go ahead, Sean. Yes, and I'm making this remark from the fact that I used to believe in man-made climate change, and I was deluded. Yeah. So uh, I think that Joe Biden actually thinks that uh, stopping Keystone Pipeline and blowing up Nord Stream is good for the climate. He's under yeah. that delusion. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of that going. I do. That's why uh, I think that uh, yesterday when we heard uh, Pete Buttigieg talk, he was asked about replenishing the uh, strategic uh, petroleum reserve. He had no comment. So that means to me that what they're trying to do is empty the strategic oil reserve to spur this green energy nonsense. They've been trying very hard to make gas as unaffordable as possible, and then an election rolled around, and they had to bring it down again. But it should be very obvious, Sean, what they're doing. Go ahead. Yeah, but this is the uh, other thing is, I think on this climate issue, mm -hmm. uh, Joe Cut. Biden is, is not competent enough to be a cynical liar. He's acting under delusions. Of course. Well, he's being, he's a puppet on a string. 
That's that's what he. It's fairly obvious. Uh, you know, this is why they want infirmed people in Congress. This is why Dianne Feinstein's still there. Uh, this is why they want John Fetterman there, uh, because they will just follow the orders of the party. There will be no debate whatsoever. I appreciate your phone call. Uh, I really do. Uh, this is um, uh, Aaron Mate of the Gray Zone. Actually, I can't do this now. I'll have to hang on to it. Son of a gun. Uh, time constraints. Stupid time restraints. I shout at you from the heavens. Uh, let's take a break. We'll be right back. It's the Rob Carson Show. And the reason why uh, the U.S. and its allies have been so opposed to Nord Stream for a long time is because, as was recognized in a 2019 study by the RAND Corporation, which is a U.S. government-funded think tank, you know, the Nord Stream was very profitable for Russia. And also, if it goes through bringing gas from Russia to Germany and the rest of Europe, that makes Europe and Germany more intertwined, which in turn makes it a lot harder to wage a proxy war and impose sanctions. Which means that uh, the U.S. probably acted autonomously. On Russia. And that's why this RAND study said a first step to weakening Russia would be stopping Nord Stream 2. So the motive is there. And as you've noted, the intent was made very clear. Now, I want to make a point here real quick. There is a difference, by the way, between uh, funding a war and getting involved in a war. That's what Joe Biden is doing. He's getting us into a war. That's why this is important. All right, last hour of the radio program coming up. Your call's welcome, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show.